This is a shock podcast. You know, ultimately, you can give your partner the sun, the moon, and the sky. But if what they want is Atlantis, which is under the ocean, <laughs> can they won't feel loved, right? Like and it gets lost in translation. Correct. Your intention might be good. Yeah, two mm. is there. But yes. You have to understand we're all humans. We're all built differently. And knowing your partner's love language, as foreign of a concept this might be, is one way to truly loving them as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So, if you want to love your partner better today, mm-hmm. know their love language. This message is brought to you by the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you love your podcast? <laughs>
<laughs> okay, right. So um, you actually said something that, that's pretty interesting to me, which is that it's changed. Okay, so first question, how long have you been with your partner for? Uh, my current relationship, about one and a half years. Right, okay. So um, did it change in this relationship? Like at the start of the relationship, was it acts of service or it was Like other? when did that change happen? Yeah. Okay, I think the relationship didn't really change it. It was just my own personal journey in life, right? right? Because I've only ever been in, and this is the first time I'm ever revealing this, che, exclusive, mm, huh? exclusive. Your podcast. Exclusive. I have only ever been in three relationships in my life. Okay. okay. Not bad. Uh, one when I was 19, that was All my right. first girlfriend. Another one when I was 22. Okay. And then now 26, turning 27. Uh, when I was 26, I got together with my current girlfriend. La. The thing that changed the most between that period of time from the age of 19 to 27 was my career, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it just became such a big part of my life. And earlier on, when I was younger, it's things like, you know, getting gifts or maybe physical touch. Those things were very important to me because you see it in like Hollywood movies, right? Yeah. Oh, you need to mm-hmm. love them, you need to hug them, you need to buy them expensive gifts. And that is the definition of love. But over time, as I became more invested in my career, I think what I wanted for or what I was looking for in a partner was someone that could grow with me and be oh. part of my business, be part of this journey. Okay, so if you reflect back on your previous relationships, mm-hmm. so you would say that physical touch and um, receiving gifts yes. were like the top. Huge. But why was that? Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. I like this. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Growing up, I I could say that I, know, I came from a background, from a family that getting stuff wasn't very easy, right? right. Um, you know, things like getting toys or even like going out with friends when I was in primary school or secondary school didn't really happen that often mm-hmm. because the way, the kind of principles that my family has is that focus on your studies, make sure you score well, your so- social life can come later, like college, okay. university. Typical Malaysian family. It's, yeah. it's not just Indian. I think it's just a typical Malaysian, Malaysian parenting. Asian yeah. parenting. Asian household yeah Yeah. so I think there were a lot of things that I was subconsciously looking for for okay. example like mm. you know my favourite Star Wars toys where like Ooh. now when I'm working and I can afford it uh, <laughs> right like in my, at my new place I have an entire shelf dedicated just for my toys it's just like sort of like revenge for mm. not getting it from my past so maybe like in my previous relationships when my partners gave me that I'm like oh like you know they like, love me oh, yeah. you know what right. I mean like um, they care about me they, they know what I want yeah they, they know I want toys like as weird <laughs> as it sounds like you know yeah. but, but I guess that's just what it is right um, and then same also stuff like okay maybe Asian families we don't show love in a very I don't know Hollywood style in a very traditional style in a very style. obvious way right yeah, yeah. there's but no like subtle. sayang or like oh good job son I'm yeah. proud of you yes. Yes. Right? Yes. that's like, rare out in the open they don't right you know uh, hugging, hugging and stuff like that yeah. it's not very normal so maybe that was what I was looking for mm. uh, but like I said just now like, when work came into the picture and things started evolving I mean to be very frank with y'all my second relationship the one that went really really bad oh, oh. was the relationship that made me realize how important love languages are oh. Y'all don't mind if I share? Yeah, yeah please yeah. share. Oh my god, that's, that's the point, that's of, this point of this podcast. Share. Okay, so I was in a relationship with this girl, right? Uh, we were together for four years. Oh, that's oh. Wow. lama juga. Met in university and she came into my life when I was at my lowest, right? I oh. was just struggling with who 
I wanted to become. I was very frustrated with myself. I was just stressed out with work and everything. And when she came into my life, the kind of support that she gave me, the kind of support her family gave me, I was like, you know what? I'm very happy with her, and 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 you know what the relationship is. I want to settle down with her. So we were together for four years, and at the fourth year, I said, look, we will always not have enough money. There will always not be the right time. Let's just get married. I told her that, and she was like, oh, you you. I I told her lah. Like uh, I mean, it wasn't like a formal proposal. I'm mm, like, hey, but you, know, you put you planted the seed. Yeah, planted yeah. the idea yeah. there lah. Yeah. Yeah. That was the plan lah. That yeah. was. Was you laid your cards out on the table? Yeah. Yes, because right, I right. said like I don't know about you, but I'm happy lah, right? Yeah. And then are you happy? Not she's like, uh, yeah, yeah, happy, happy. So I thought, okay lah, let's go, let's rock. Um, but what happened was a few months after we had that conversation, she got let go from her job because of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah. A lot of companies right, were downsizing right. and all that. And you know she got let go from her job, and that affected her very, very much. She was very upset. She was blaming herself for being let go. And I said, "Look, your Things boss can yeah. paint any kind of picture they want. The truth is, we're having an economic meltdown. Don't take it too personally if they let you go, mm. right?" But you know she struggled with that a lot. And a month later, she just called me out of the blue, not even face to face. She just called me and said, "I'm going to have to end things because I just want to focus on myself." And I can't focus on myself being in a relationship. Just bear with me. The story is uh, it's going somewhere now. Okay? It's okay. No, it's okay. Please, okay. please, take please, your time. Yeah. Please. Um. So I was obviously devastated. How can a four-year relationship just end over a phone call, right? So you know, a few weeks later, we were arguing over the phone, and then we met up, and then she broke the news to me that on the day she got fired, she actually went to her ex-boyfriend's house. <gasps> Yeah, she was trying to get me on the phone. I was in the middle of a meeting, so she was just like so, I guess, frustrated and confused. So she drove straight to her ex-boyfriend's house, the same guy that you know was not very nice to her, was very toxic, and that happened. And uh, yeah, she told me all that. I didn't know what to say, but I just chowed lah. I just drove off. I didn't say a single word. I noticed something, right? Like in in that relationship, the one thing that I did not give her was physical touch. Right, I would say that when it comes to dating, I'm a very conservative person, a very traditional in in the way that I I quote unquote run my relationships. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like okay, you know, I'll be sweet to you, I'll buy you gifts, I'll take you out, I'll spend quality time, but physical touch kurang sikit. Oh, should, should I say kurang banyak lah? Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that was the most important thing for her, and she has said this to me many times. Right. Right. Okay. It was the most important thing for her, but I was like, you know what? Let's just wait a few years, and you know, like just take it easy, right? Yeah. We have the rest of our lives together. As you can see, I guess that's just what she wanted, lah. And that was part of the reason why I think even after four years, the foundation of our relationship wasn't strong enough to go through a test like someone losing a job. Um, for it to just crumble just like that, lah. So in this current relationship, from the get go, I asked my partner already. I understand. We all have love languages. How do you understand love? Like, how do you receive it the best? I love that. I love that. I love right? that. I love that. Green flag. Green Bro, flag. Green flag. You know. So thankfully, this relationship is like we are super, super open about what we want. Straight up, if I want sayang, I say, baby, can manja me now or not? I had a tough day at work. Can you just like hold me for a while? Mm. And we are like super chill with it. Like, just be honest. Just be honest. And upfront about yeah. what it yeah. is that you need, right? Yeah. Okay, I have so many questions, but. For 
anniversary. I'm so sorry that that happened yeah. to you. I feel like each episode we're hearing loads of stories like this, and no. it just goes to show that like it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. Yeah. Everybody, at least, I don't want to say this because it sounds it sounds so, so horrible. Sad. It's sad, so horrible, but like but it happens it to happens. a lot of people. And at least in your life, you're at least gonna get cheated once. Mm-hmm. But okay. So here's my first question: Do you blame yourself for that happening? Ah, oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, it sounds like okay from the way you you you're telling the story, it sounds like you're blaming yourself. That if she, I you know if her I gave language. her more hugs yeah. and I was more affectionate with her, maybe she wouldn't have done that. That's what yeah. it sounds like. But please correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, I mean, three years after the incident, I can be very matured about it, lah. Right? All right. Of course, at the point of impact. When it happened, I was blaming her. I was blaming the world, blaming her family, blaming the TV show, blaming Western media. Cause you know you're just like so angry, right? But I personally believe that if you want a relationship to work, you have to take responsibility for it as well. Okay. Uh, you know, not everybody can communicate as well as their as their partner, for yeah. example, right? Mm-hmm. We all have our own strengths and weaknesses, and in hindsight. If I had realized that earlier, I would have given her what she wanted, right? A bit more sayang, a bit more handholding, and whatnot. So yeah, I do take responsibility upon myself for that relationship failing. Now it doesn't matter anymore because I'm very happy where I am now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, can't really blame her, also, right? I mean, she did communicate what she wanted back then. I just chose not to pay attention to it, maybe. Okay, but, yeah. but when you enter your new relationship with your current partner right now, mm-hmm. did you realize that on the get go when you? First started, you take responsibility about of the past relationship. Yeah, of course. I mean, you had that realization already. Yes, okay. the realization coming to this relationship is I cannot expect my partner to read my mind. Okay, and mm. I have to really just stop and pay close attention to what they are saying. You know, like like in my current relationship now, sometimes my girlfriend will just straight up tell me, "You're spending too much time on work." You know, can we go out? Can we go jungle trekking? Can we go like go for out for coffee? Mm-hmm. When she mentions it two or three times. I know like Okay Raj Like stop Listen She's already telling you something That it can't get any clearer than that Green flag Green flag Green flag Okay Going back to your previous relationship yeah. So physical touch Isn't your love language It's not something like, like you said right You said earlier That you are just not That kind of person Yeah So looking back on it Would you have like Made the effort But it's But it wouldn't be natural to you Found that Yeah it's a bit forced yeah. lah Yes yeah. But then Would, would you would, do it? Would you still feel I guess Like for how long? Do you know what I mean? Yeah I know exactly what you mean Like it'll be done very reluctantly Yes And you know I didn't try right I didn't actually put in That much of effort To make it happen So I don't know how It could have went lah But yeah Even thinking about it now So it's like Huh Must do like that uh. Must mm. PDA uh. You know like like All those mm. kind of things So maybe it's just Incompatibility Yes right? So this is what I'm actually I was actually Trying to get at Because we all have Different, la- different love languages, languages. Um, you? It, you For me yeah. we, we can get into ours in, in just a second But like Let's wrap this yeah. point up So I think compatibility With love languages Is something that is So important. important Because otherwise You start doing things That are very unnatural to you Right And then it becomes forced Yes you want to please Your partner Of course yeah. Right Especially if that's something That um, that they need You want to Fill that need Right You want to Yeah yeah. You want to fill that But when it comes so unnatural to you and you know you feel, you feel forced. forced you feel uncomfortable and, stuff and you like have that, to change who you are then obviously <laughs> you're not compatible but, yeah 
So I mean that's why that's why love languages I agree with you are so, so important. important and I'm so glad to hear that when you entered your new your current relationship that that was a conversation that you had right from the get go yeah. and it was a conversation I also had right from the get go in my relationship, relationship as well when I started because I realized how important it was because love language it's a it's it's a need right it's yeah. a need that needs to be fulfilled so um, yes Nora what is your love language why me I asked you first. <laughs> Okay, fine, me. Yes, go. My love language is acts of service. Uh, acts of service as well. Acts of service. Okay, acts okay. Of service. Because like Raj, I'm also not physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of conservative mm-hmm. <laughs> that way. I don't really care for words of aff- affirmation because I believe, I feel like anybody can give words of affirmation. But are they really meaning, meaning it? Or are they saying it just because I want to hear it? Okay. okay, but I don't, I don't, I don't diss anyone that needs words of affirmation uh-huh. as love language. I don't really care for uh, yeah gift. Uh, but the what you call it? Uh, receiving g- gifts, receiving gifts, yeah. receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Because for me, that's materialistic. Things can go missing because I'm a very clumsy person. <laughs> so. Whatever gifts that you give me, I would probably lose it in like two or three days and mm-hmm. I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. So phys- uh, quality time. Quality time, yes. Quality time, my job. <laughs> I It's not fair. It's not fair for me. My, my, my love language would be quality time because that is not the things that I can give. Right. But acts of service works in many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, acts of service, because right. I never had people that prove that they love me right mm. they always say it that's why i cannot und- uh, i cannot believe in words of affirmation right right so right. i need to see it i need to see your actions right so action speaks louder than words right so yeah. you guys are on the same page like, basically Yay! Yeah, because you see like the thing about acts of service can just to, to build on your point right yeah. uh, nura is that for me it's so beautiful and loving yeah. when someone is willing to spend this little portion of their life yeah. spend their time to help you out with something exactly. I think it's like it's so powerful you know what I mean it's not just help out with something it's the little things like I know my father loves me because every time if I like a spoon fall out of the table and everything he'll always cover the buchu the corner of the oh, table so sweet oh yeah. when you go to pick it pick up pick it up oh he covers the uh, the corner of the table okay so that's acts of service it's, it's the tiny things right and I tend to do it with my niece's nephew if I see them like near tables or anything I would be like covering like that okay so it comes down to me things like that the small things right so, okay wait hold that thought because we're gonna get into how we like to give, give love. love so far we've been talking about how we how like we to receive, receive love. love so you what is your language with the love language words of affirmation obviously, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no because because I, I sit with this girl day in day out I know yes. for a fact because when she freaks out there's nothing that can I give her coffee I know she doesn't drink coffee I give her tea her best day of eyes I give her yeah. I am going and everything she's still in it so all I had to do is just it's okay it's okay yeah. it's okay yes. words of affirmation yes. this girl needs to be calmed down but the reason why it is words of affirmation and honestly it has been for like a really really long time I think quality time is creeping in slowly but it's literally because I mean going back to what you were saying yeah. it's like this whole you know when we were younger we were like younger, we're yeah. not told often like you know I'm proud of you or like it, all, all these all these words of affirmation la. so when I'm in a relationship it is 
what I look for. Yeah. And um, I think my relationship with words of affirmation has changed a lot as well. So before, I needed words of affirmation because I was deeply insecure. Oof. And I was looking for validation. Yeah, just see, super see, straight up. Yeah, yeah that is um, true. So I love hearing, you're beautiful, you're amazing. You're so kind. You're so kind. Like, you do this. Like, I appreciate it. Like, oh, you know, I, I love to hear things like that because I was like, oh my God. So if they think that I am, then I must be because I couldn't feel that for myself. Mm-hmm. I couldn't invest the love that I had into back into myself. I was always giving it out and I needed someone to tell me that they were happy receiving it and they appreciate me. So that was why before, la, that's why I uh, words of affirmation was like a huge thing for me. It still is a huge thing for me now, but the reason why I um, why it is still my love language in this relationship is I kind of see it from a healing standpoint now because like I think I went through such a really such a long time just being really like insecure and like beaten down like emotionally and mentally so now like when I hear it it's like oh I guess they were wrong like I am worthy of love I am worthy of praise I am worthy of of all of this so but yeah quality time is creeping in as well I really appreciate quality time but now we're going to talk about how we give love. So the way I give love is actually acts of service. Mm, interesting. Mm, yes. Interesting. I'm not big on the talk. I'm not on the, oh my God, you look so handsome. Or like, oh my God, you're amazing. Or, oh my God, you're, you're so like this. I'm not. But the things I do for, oh my God, the things I have done for my previous boyfriends is insane. Right. I honestly, okay, I will tell you guys off air, like the lengths I've actually gone to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the lengths <laughs> I have gone to for men before this is whack. But that's because that's the way I love. I don't know how to love in any other way. Really, I'm a very... I give and give and give and give and give until I cannot give anymore. But I don't really care for acts of service. Mm-hmm. It's just that that is how I show my love to, to people. So why, why do you think that's the case, right? How is it that we give and receive love differently? That's a really good question, Raj. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that, honestly. But I think it's because we all have very different needs, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, um, I like to receive love that way. Therefore, you should should receive love in the same way too. Like for me, I think how different people give and receive love is how they were brought up. Mm -hmm. First first thing Mm -hmm. is is how they were brought up is whatever they were missing in life. Like, you know, growing up. So probably some parents don't like to, to give physical touch. So probably that is the way they need to be. Like that, that is their love language that they want to receive. Some people prefer words of affirmation. And then what I understand, like for me personally, is what I see that's the reason why I want to to give that kind of love language. So like my father, he's also, it's kind of like mm. acts of service. Yeah. His acts of service and also words of affirmation, that is how he gives. I grew up learning that I am more of a receiving of acts of service because that is how I receive all my life. Mm. So if any man wants to come into my life, I prefer them to be acts of service. For me, being in a relationship, even though I am an independent woman, 
I still want to rely on my partner on certain things. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So here's here's my theory, right? Like it just popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody wants to cite this, to don't bagi credit, okay? Okay. <laughs> so we have giving love, yeah, and receiving love, mm-hmm. okay. So, like what you said, Nura, I think how we give love to people is based off the way that we are raised. For example, yeah, like my dad, his kind of love is like this, lah. I'll make sure you get your education. I'll make sure you have a roof over your head, water, food, some more, I buggy. Anything more than that, you don't expect, right? So don't expect to get like the most expensive toy. Yeah. Don't expect me to come up uh, and say, oh, good job for getting first place in class. That one all, if I got mood, I'll give you. But for you to survive, I will give you what I can. Another thing he always does is when it comes to buying food, if there are guests over at the house, berlambak makanan dia beli, right? He will make sure if there are five people, he'll buy food for ten people, mm. right? That is how mm-hmm. he shows love, love, which is really interesting because now in in this day and age, that's the exact kind of person I gravitate towards becoming. Um, like in my current relationship, I make sure A to Z, food, everything, semua ada. But of course now I'm consciously trying to be a better partner also, right? Yeah. But it's so easy for me to be like, ah, okay lah, I already give you everything. So now if I'm tired, I want to go and sleep. Or if I want to do my work, I'll go and do my work. Like I mm. noticed this about myself and I'm working to be a bit more all-rounded. But the fact that it's so automatic for me, it's because that is how my father gave me love yeah. growing mm. up, kan? And then as far as how I receive love, remember just now we spoke about like how gifts was a very big thing for yeah, me yeah, growing yeah. up, right? And then things like physical touch also for example so I think one of the other reasons why gifts became less important for me is because I could afford to buy the things I want for myself so I don't need to rely on someone else to give it to me Yeah. Mm. even things like physical touch or so I'm, a, I'm very big on bromance so mm-hmm. like even in the studio right now with my colleagues like Ian especially right if I need a hug I'm like bro can you just give me a hug give me a nice big manly yeah. hug and that side is like very I get satisfied lah. and I think it's pretty much same across the board but the one thing with acts of service and why it's more important to me is because when it comes to business or when it comes to a project you can't do it by yourself right and the fact that you have a team in this case my girlfriend is part of my team as well when she gives me that when she wants to be part of it I guess that's where the love comes because I can't really give it to myself that much the acts of service does that make sense it does make sense sense. that does make sense yeah we were we were cooking but you know if anybody wants a peer review reach out reach out (laughs) no 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 that that actually makes sense yeah no it does make sense so to me right the way that we give and also receive love the our idea of it at least comes from what we see around us mm-hmm. right the relationships that we see around us not just the good relationships the bad relationships you got, exactly right? yeah. exactly um, so what was your uh, how you like to give I like to give by buying food for people no 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 so, so your love language of giving uh, uh, for giving for giving should be uh, gifts, lah. gifts receiving lah. gifts uh, yeah so, okay, in so this case you're, giving so, gifts right, so okay. yeah. the love language that you want to receive from your partner is acts of service correct you're more of a gift giving correct ah okay mm-hmm. okay, okay gift giving doesn't necessarily need to be a physical object yes. it can be like oh don't worry I pay all the bills for the house yeah. I pay for the rent you don't need yeah, to pay yeah, a yeah. single cent come mm-hmm. and stay with me like those things to me is like giving a gift yeah okay okay you know? 
Yeah, but yeah, going back to what I was saying, yeah, our love languages is it's a product of of the relationships that we see we, around we us see as well, like, yeah. And obviously, the first relationship that we ever see in our life is our parents, our parents, our parents' re- relationship. Right? My dad is the exact same thing as as your dad as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I exact think I think same. like all fathers are like yeah, Asian very parents, gift giving yeah. kind of person, yeah. and I guess acts of service as well. Which is why mm-hmm. I'm a very acts of service and gift giving kind of person, person too. yeah but then i look at my mom and my mom the words of affirmation is so important to her and i feel like because i look at my rela- my my parents relationship as like, i look at them as like a power couple i'm like oh my like they aren't we all like, for our parents yeah exactly of course of course yeah. we are right so i'm like i i want to not recreate that relationship but like i i want that kind of love la so I think the way I look at love languages is a product of honestly like how I see my parents relationship because it's the first relationship we ever know so that's why it's made an impact on us like this is where the therapy session is coming in like I gotta reach back into like our childhood and yeah, all this stuff I know. Like, right? um, your siblings none of them are married yet right because you're them, this, yeah. okay you do you have siblings I have one older sister she's not married as well okay. three years older than me I am the youngest of seven siblings so all my older siblings are already married mm-hmm. so that's six married couples in my family and obviously I have my parents I can see seven different types of relationships at this moment and that's what I like being being 27 and right now single and stuff like that there are so many things that I know I don't want in a relationship Mm-hmm. And one thing that I always know the the love language that I want to stay is acts of service, mm. because that's why I always say I can never trust words. It's easily said, but mm. none can prove the what you're trying to say. Because I I talk and yes, sometimes I would say I love you and stuff like that, but not much. I yeah I told you so many mm. times yeah. right I don't really say I'm not a person that always say I love you to my partner of course to my friends yes my family yes but my partner I rarely say I love you yeah. so the way I say I love you is my acts of service how I show like okay yeah the way that we express our yeah, love is all different yeah, yeah yeah so I will be like hey hey this because I grew up I know, I believe like words can be deceitful. Growing up, I know words can be deceitful. You can say one thing and then nothing happens. Yeah. You can say this, you can, but I don't see it like translating into into actions. So that's why. Oh my god, yeah, this is a therapy session, yeah. <laughs> and, and really this is, is great. You know, I'm I'm yeah. very envious because yeah. when it comes to love languages, you have seven couples worth of experience. Yeah, yeah your yeah, parents and at, six yeah. siblings. Six, so six siblings. You are the most knowledgeable <laughs> and most qualified in this room right now. You should be like. You should be like. Yeah, I should be because why? Because this girl is always uh, like you know coming <laughs> coming to me coming to me with like her problems like relationship problems and I'll be like girl I'm not even married yet I'm not even in a relationship but yeah yeah you know but you understand I was like okay fine what's going on <laughs> so yeah we look into our our family relationships and then our closest friends my friends also a lot of them got married so when I see like I I Tanya how they maintain their relationship they say the things that he does for me and the things that I do for him mm. so love languages lah yeah. mm. and yeah. that is the most important 
we Malays we don't we don't really say love languages kan but when they told me like oh this is what I do for him this is what he does for me and it translates to oh your your husband takes care of your your needs make sure you have a roof over your head yeah. make sure you mm-hmm. you have food in your belly make sure mm-hmm. he he care for you take care of you and stuff like that in return you give what your wifely duties and stuff like that meaning you take care of him in different ways mm-hmm. so That's what I understand. And growing up now, I understand how big love languages is. And if you cannot compromise, it's not compromise. If you cannot fit the puzzle with your partner in making it a two-way street, it really doesn't work. If your partner needs this, but you're not able to give it, let's. I think like like your past It'll relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's very, it's very really tough. tough. So <laughs> love language, you need to make sure that there's the middle ground. For both, you know, people inside that relationship. No, I don't think you can find a middle ground in terms of love languages, really. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's either you guys are on the same page or you're not. Yeah, you go hard or you go home, lah. Yeah, but kata berbata English, right? I think if you ever find someone who is willing to change how they receive love for you, or even just sit down and understand, mm-hmm. well, that one you really take care properly, lah. Yeah, it's it's, it's one hard. one in a million. It's hard. You know? It's really hard. Yeah. It is really, really hard yeah. because it's a compatibility thing, of right? Course. Going back to your previous relationship, Raj. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what happened. That's, that's a perfect example. And even in my current relationship, like one of the the common arguments that we have is that whenever we argue, I like to talk it out. You know, because maybe I talking is what I do for a living, right? Yeah, so, yeah, apa yeah. Gado, so want to talk, <laughs> angry, so talk, sad, so talk, right? But my partner is someone who is like, okay, after an argument, I want to be quiet. I want to be alone for a while, process my thoughts, process my emotions, yeah, and. I'll come back and talk to you when things are calmer. Yeah, yeah calmer. Yeah. But for me, it's like no. I want to settle now, 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 now. Kita mm. settle. Oh, back to normal. Okay, back Same. to regular programming. Right. <laughs> so even having that conversation, it's like, are you willing to change the way you handle conflicts? Right. In a way, maybe it's related to love language, lah. Again, like, are you willing to give me the words of affirmation I need then and there? Yeah. To solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Love languages will- in conflict. Can. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to change the way you handle conflict to make the love come back or, or to solve the problem? Mm-hmm. Like, solve. Yeah. Solve. You know, and and that is one thing we are working on now. I am the one that changed for this, right? Because for me, it's like okay, you're not happy. We gado 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 settle. But then, you know, after having after going through many arguments, of course, we've come to the conclusion that okay, maybe I shouldn't rush this through. If I'm angry, calm down first. Okay, relax. Go do your own thing. Just say, hey, give me ten minutes. We go do our own thing, and then we come back and talk after that. So mm-hmm. there needs to be a bit of changing, but I wouldn't really call it a middle ground. I would yeah. say like in this scenario, I had to change who I was to sort of make it work, and because I love her very much. Yeah, you're okay. willing, lah. You're I'm willing. willing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, before we close things off for today, I just wanted to wrap things up by actually asking you guys, like, why do you think understanding love languages is important? Why is it a thing? Right. Who yeah. wants to go first? <laughs> okay, I'll go first. I think love languages is as important as any other language, right? Mm-hmm. If your partner can only speak in, I don't know, what language. I just say they can only speak in Mandarin. They don't know a single word of English and you can only speak English. Not knowing love languages is similar to that. Mm. Yeah. You know, ultimately, you can give your partner the sun, the moon and the sky. But if what they want is Atlantis, which is under the ocean, <laughs> can't? 
they won't feel loved, right? Like and it gets lost in translation. Correct. Your intention might be good. Yeah, two mm. is there. But yes. You have to understand we're all humans, we're all built differently. And knowing your partner's love language, as foreign of a concept this might be, is one way to truly loving them as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So, if you want to love your partner better today, mm-hmm. know their love language. This message is brought to you by their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you love your podcast? <laughs> I mean, basically what you're saying is that, I mean, love languages is communication. Yes, communication. <laughs> and that is so vital in a yeah. relationship for it to work. Yeah. You know, like, like people always say like, oh, my relationship is hard because I cannot communicate with my partner well. Mm. Just one sentence. Or you just send them a link, go and Google five love languages. Yes. Do like one of those tests together. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. it's as simple as that when it comes to communicating. Mm -hmm, True. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, for me, it's important because it makes you understand your your partner even deeper. You tend to understand why words of affirmation is important. Mm -hmm. And then you you reason that when you go deeper into the relationship, oh, probably this is why. They grow up in certain ways. Mm. Okay, now I understand. So, it makes you... It opens your eyes to how your partner grew up, how your partner received love all their lives and what they are expecting from you in the relationship. Absolutely. So that is why love languages are important. Like Raj said, it's simple as if my partner only knows Malay and I only know English. Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. If you guys can't be on the same page of of communicating with each other, it gets lost in translation and it cannot work. Yeah. I mean, basically what you're trying to say is that love languages create empathy. Yeah. Right, at the end of the day. Because it helps yeah. you like step outside of yourself yeah. yeah, and take a look at like what your significant other, you know, feels and needs and, and all of that. And it promotes, I think in a way, like selfness, selflessness as well because you kind of need to put yourself in your partner's shoes yeah. true right? this so. is really great relationship advice that we're giving away for free guys yes you know, start, OC, so, hello. You know, start charging for your podcast you know <laughs> we should we should. we should honestly okay so to wrap things up what can are the takeaways take from today Raj oh you're asking me huh? yes okay. takeaways is after this I need to go back and ask my girlfriend what is a love language again okay. Uh, because it changes kind of like it, yeah, 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 we yeah, come to a conclusion that it changes across time mm. so it's never wrong to check in with your partner if you don't know the questions to ask go and do an online quiz together lah mm-hmm. ada banyak so that's my one takeaway mm-hmm. yeah and it changes like even if you're married in 10 years time it's gonna change alright yeah. in another yeah. 10 years time it's gonna change so <laughs> yeah that's keep, because we evolve yeah. as people yeah. yeah we evolve in different t- uh, like parts of our life right uh, another takeaway is that make sure you understand what love language is and what your partner and pay attention of what your partner's love language take the time to sit down and ask yes yeah. yes yes and just like building on that my conclusion is actually that I think we had a really interesting discussion about this idea of receiving and give, giving love is so different right yeah. and it comes from such different places as well so taking the time out to actually understand how your partner receives and gives love and your partner also going out their way to figure out you know and understand how we receive and give love I think is so vital because like I said it's communication and that is key in a sense 
essential to making a relationship work. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be asking your partner all the time, and they don't want to be asking you either. Why, why won't, won't you love me? So anyway, thank you so thank much, you, Rash, Rash. for coming onto our you podcast guys today. To Hits Morning Crew every day. Yeah, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. 92.9 FM. Jumpa korang gak sana. Okay, thank you so much, Raj. And thank you so much to our listeners once again for tuning in to Why Won't You Love Me? We will catch you guys next week on our next episode. Bye.